0: This is a HeadGum Podcast.
1: You ready for it? It's the cast. Mm -hmm. We're looking for the best. Hey, yeah. This is real
0: life. Gotta put in the work, gonna put on a search. Look who's that. It's the cast. Ooh, we turn your radios down, baby, and turn me up. Because the cast with Ray and Jackie's is back in your ears. What is up, everybody? Welcome to the second episode of this lovely podcast. I'm the Jackie side of the equation,
1: and I'm the Ray side of the equation.
0: Oh, Ray Sonny, what is up? What is up with you?
1: Not much, Jackie's. What is up with you?
0: You know what? I'm living life. I'm living life. I feel like I'm a. Uh, I feel like I'm growing. In the world okay. of reality television. Okay. You know I was wondering saying? in
1: in which way you were growing. <laughs> yeah. No, I
0: mean, you know, I, I feel like it's height wise. I'm done growing. You know, I'm 34. <laughs> yeah, uh, I'm the done. Lord, the Lord uh, stopped me from growing well. when I was 17 and he has not blessed or they have not blessed me with height, uh, <laughs> you know, since then. And, uh, you well, know, I'm
1: growing outwardly. If that's oh, you're growing outwardly. Help. Okay. I'm grow, I'm growing uh, horizontally. Horizontally. Uh, you know, Are you pandemic getting taller? eating. No, no, no. Horizontally, you know, oh, pandemic yeah. eating, all of that. So uh, growth can happen. It's just not going to be a vertical for us anymore.
0: Oh, I uh, mean, yeah. If you're talking about how big my stomach is growing, yeah, I'm growing <laughs> there too. Yeah, I'm definitely yes. growing. I'm Thighs. growing.
1: You know, I don't fit jeans anymore. We're growing. sorry right uh, though. You know people. what I'm saying? That's all right. You know, we put it on. We
0: put it on reality TV show weight. You know, we need yes. the strength. We need the strength. Yes. That's what we need. Now, last week, me and you cast a pretty dope first pick.
1: Yeah. For an excellent one. We we
0: we cast a pretty dope first pick. You know, we got we we are building the greatest reality TV show cast of all time using some of the greatest moments and clips in reality TV show history. For sure. And we came out the gate swinging with Tiffany New York Pollard.
1: She's a stunner. She's she's a beast. She's a monster of a first pick, for mm-hmm. sure.
0: Mm-hmm. Now I don't know about you. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I started watching reality TV, you know, in the, in the early 2000s when I was starting watching The Challenge, just like you. I know you were doing that, too. I didn't watch The Real World in the 90s, you know what I'm saying? Because I didn't get it then. You know, I was I was watching Rugrats Doug and Hey Arnold and shit. You know, I wasn't watching reality TV. But when Y2K hit... Mm-hmm. A new reality show came to the block, you know what I'm saying? A new reality show hit the hit the airways. And to me, this is when reality TV really kicked off.
1: Yes, it's
0: with the introduction of Survivor.
1: It was Survivor was huge, huge. I remember it premiered toward the end of seventh grade. Mm-hmm. And there was a whole summer that Survivor played out. And it ended right before eighth grade started, but we went back to school and still were talking about Survivor. That's how big it was. Everybody was talking about that first season of Survivor.
0: Now, you know what I remember? I don't remember us talking about it, but I remember the debate of, is this just, you know, a a TV show based on the song from Destiny's Child? uh <laughs> that's that's what i remember i remember people's like oh they doing oh destiny show got a they got a tv show coming out about their video <laughs> and like that's and to this day i still think of the survivor
1: song with the survivor yeah. tv show, I'm a survivor, a I'm show. Not go- you know Don't that's, me that's my uh vocals uh excuse me but I sound uh, beautiful uh, you sound I- beautiful Oh, well, thank you. You know, I just uh, wanted to make sure nobody was offended. Nobody was hitting their uh, steering wheels or their uh, shut, running across the living room to make Alexa shut up. I apologize for that screeching. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, listen, nobody going to make us shut up because this week, I think we got to go all the way back to 2000. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. We got to go back to season one of Survivor. Now Survivor has had, what, 40 seasons
1: Forty 20 They're years on season 40 40 20 seasons 20
0: that's a, mm-hmm. that's wild that's that it's almost that's almost ready for this AARP card but
1: <laughs> yeah longevity out the wazoo
0: but we are going today's episode all the way back to the first season to what a lot of people are saying is one of the best speeches of all time of all time. I say, let's take a listen to it.
2: Um, I have no questions. I just have statements. Rich, you are a very openly arrogant, pompous human being, but I admire your frankness with it. You have worked hard to get where you're at and you started working hard way before you come to the island. But on the other hand, your inability to admit your failures without going into a whiny speech makes you a bit of a loser in life. Kelly, the rafting persona queen, you did get stomped on on national TV by a city boy that never swam, let alone been in the woods or a jungle or rode aboard in his life. You sucked on that game. Anyways, I was your friend at the beginning of this, but as the game went along and the two tribes merged, you lied to me which showed me what the true person that you are. You're very two-faced and manipulative to get where you are at anywhere in life. That's why you fail all the time. But if I were ever pass you along in life again, and you were laying there dying of thirst, I would not give you a drink of water. I would let the vultures take you and do whatever they want with you, with no ill regrets. I plead to the jury tonight To think a little bit about the island that we have been on, this island is pretty much full of only two things, snakes and rats. And in the end of Mother Nature, we have Richard the Snake, who knowingly went after prey, and Kelly, who turned into the rat, that ran around like the rats do on this island, trying to run from the snake. I feel we owe it to the island's spirits that we have learned to come to know, to let it be in the end the way Mother Nature intended it to be, for the snake to eat the rat.
1: Okay, what you just heard was the infamous rat and snake speech by Susan in the season one finale of Survivor. And it was vicious, jockeys. Vicious. It was vicious. It was It was wild. Let me
0: tell you something. I didn't watch <laughs> I've never seen a season of Survivor. I can't even remember if I've seen a full episode of Survivor. Okay. But my thoughts on Survivor is this. You know, I'm from the South. <laughs> I'm... I'm I'm from the south side of Chicago. Okay. Okay. All you right. Know, now, so
1: you're a survivor. I'm a survivor. You know, I made survivor. it out. I'm a
0: survivor. I, you know, I'm surviving these streets. You know, I came from the dirt. <laughs> you know, surviving the bullets in the air. <laughs> you know, surviving <laughs> the to gang members. Not perpetuate
1: any stereotypes about uh, anyone. Nah, shit. I'm not anything. lying.
0: I'm telling the truth. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's
1: that's real life. But
0: so for me, like the these the The concept of survivor for a city boy, forget like growing up in the hood. A city boy is wild. So I'm like these white people crazy. Now I know it's a couple. Of bl- <laughs> I know it's a couple brothers on the show. You know some black people on the show, but
1: Jervis, yeah, the love of my life. Oh yeah, I was in. I was in love with him. So I have a Kevin Garnett thing. I don't know if I've mentioned it on air with you before mm-hmm, mm-hmm. on this podcast or others. Um,
0: I can see it, though. I can see Kevin it, though.
1: Garnett, Kevin Garnett is the love of my life. Uh-huh. He was everything to me when I was a child. And in my kind of obsession with KG... I was also in love with Jervis, who on the first season of Survivor was the black dude on it. Mm-hmm. And he was athletic and lanky and dark, dark skin like Kevin Garnett. And he was charming. And Jervis had, you know, a New Jersey kind of East Coast swag to him. We loved Jervis in our in my household. Okay. All right. And so, you know, um, uh, see I was in there. Yeah, you yeah. was, you, you was alright. Don't don't be telling you know,
0: people was, what you was doing, Najari. You know, <laughs> it's a family no, show.
1: But it was nice to look back at it. You know, right, some, right. usually when you see your childhood crushes, you're mm-hmm. like, damn, what the fuck were you thinking? Like these days, I look back at Jonathan Taylor Thomas and I'm like, Rafa, what yeah. were you doing as a kid? But and homie Gerges was ugly. Was, yeah,
0: yeah. Homie well, was nah. Homie, not, was, he, homie was average. Homie was average. Was, JTT was, was average.
1: He wasn't special is what Uh, I say, but, but, um, (laughs) but I I looked back at Jervis and I was like, okay, you know, 12 year old me didn't pick so bad. Okay. Okay. Yeah.
0: So you had your crushes, but for me, Mm -hmm. you know, I'm just like, all right, this, this show, they putting people on the Island sitting in me. It's like, no way. And then you got all this, this backstabbing and shit. And, 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 you know, when I get to this clip Mm -hmm. and you know, this show came out in 2000, I'm, 13 years old about to be 14 I grew up in an all black neighborhood you know so for me I'm looking at this clip and I was like oh white people savage man white
1: people savage (laughs) she I I I had a similar reaction then and now I didn't I didn't know y'all talk to each other like that I was like god damn what
0: like and, and, and not even just savage but to have the balls to say that speech and not worry about getting your ass beat. She was not saying at shit. All.
1: <laughs> she was she saying said, shit. So she I was made like, it personal. Yes. She made sure it was personal. She was like, listen, I'ma make sure you know you're a terrible motherfucker. <laughs> okay? Here are the ways. You are a rat. You are garbage. Damn. She was not playing. Damn. She was not playing.
0: So you know, all right, first of all, let's say this. We got we got three people in this clip. Who are the main? Who are the main reality TV show players of this episode? Four,
1: I would say four. Four,
0: okay. See, yes. I would say three because you know you got Sue, you got Sue, mm-hmm. you got you got Rich, and you got uh, Kelly. Now, who's the fourth yes. one? Who's the fourth one that you say? Jeff Probst. Okay. Jeff Probst.
1: Okay. Like Survivor would be nothing without Jeff Probst, and uh, I think that he tries to be impartial, but you know. I have suspicions about him helping nudge stories and uh, cast mem- castmates along. Yeah, but uh, Jeff is really, really important too. So we could it. We'd, we'd be remiss if we left him out of the All conversation, right.
0: hey, Mr. Propes, We got you. I got you.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got
0: you, JP. All right. Now, my initial thoughts on this clip, mind you, never seen this season. I know about it. Everybody knows about it. Everybody, Everybody. knows Richard Hatch. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Everybody has seen the, the the clips of this nigga walking around naked on the island. I, you know, we didn't seen it. I didn't seen it. All right. Yes. Well, what I didn't get from him was villain. Now I know, I know there may be some <laughs> stories that you'd want to tell me, but I didn't get that from him. I didn't get villain. I was, you know. And then from Kelly, oh, really? and then from Kelly, I didn't get villain either. Because they sitting there getting talked at. Like okay. they they not getting talked to. They getting talked at. You know. And not only that. I'm listening to Sue just like, she's like articulate and she has these, like she's talking to the jury <laughs> and she's like, you know, let me tell articulate? you.
1: Articulate? Yeah. Wasn't just, that was just blind fury,
0: bro. Man, that was <laughs> the most articulate blind fury I did ever heard. She wasn't, you okay. know, she was in one spot. She didn't even move. Her feet didn't move. You know what I'm no, saying? No, she
1: didn't. She was, she was dead focused. You know. She didn't waver. Have you ever been so mad your voice didn't shake? Yeah. Because if you're mad. Because you're mad, your voice shakes. You're just, like, so heated. Your body is just, like, you know, trembling a little yeah. bit. Your blood is boiling. Yeah. But she was, like, so furious because it was sustained. At that point, she'd been kicked off the island and she'd had some time to think about how angry she actually was. So that was, that was days of heat. Mm-hmm. That kind of slow burn, don't go away. It's solid and it's significant. And yes. it means what it's about to say. Yeah. She said no shakes in her voice. It was crazy.
0: No shakes, no movement. This was a real speech and I appreciated it. I appreciated the speech because you don't get that that often in reality TV show. And, I, and let me tell you what I mean by that. In my opinion, a lot of times there is ulterior motives to like when things are said right you're not trying to say the wrong thing you're not trying or if you want to get something off your chest you 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 kind of guarded right she just came up here and she just said I'm about to tell y'all exactly what I think about y'all I'm about to tell y'all exactly what I'm about to do and you just gonna sit there and listen like that it's some boss-ass shit. When I yeah. know I'm about to tell you exactly what you need to hear, and you got to listen to it, I love it. Because, listen, I, I I talk in front of people. You know, I talk. I'm on a microphone. I got a podcast. I'm an actor. I be talking to people. I talk. <laughs> you know, I be talking. But you whenever be talking. I be talking, you know, Jack, he's be talking. <laughs> But when I got to like talk to people uh, on some real shit, you know, I, you know, and I'm a confident brother. But, I, you know, my eyes start hitting the floor and like, you know, I start thinking like, oh, shit, All right, let me go ahead and say this. Let me build up the confidence. Now nah, she ain't had to build. She came in from the first word with confidence and just built that shit to 200. She was at, right. she came in at 100 and built it to 200 and just straight up. Ripped them a new asshole. In a beautifully succinct way. That was my initial thoughts.
1: It was, it was, it was fantastic.
0: And I appreciated the hell out of it.
1: It was fantastic because it was, in its time and in its context, one of the most important things to have ever happened to television in general. Not just reality television, but also like in In my time, in 2021, it's still remarkable to rewatch because, like, Richard Hatch was a monster. Like, Richard Hatch was this really conniving... I remember loathing him, like, being a 12-year-old and, like, a girl because... Richard Hatch was the only person who realized he was on a competition reality show. Mm. He's the only person who wanted to form alliances. He was the only person who wanted to trick people into playing games with each other and manipulate and voting each other out because this is the first show of its kind. So people weren't on to what it means to be a good guy or a bad guy on a show. And he was already playing a villain and playing a really, really good one. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: And Kelly was the worst type of reality TV character. You know, Kelly was like the person who does bad things but won't own it or doesn't want to be a bad guy because they think of themselves as the good guy. So she joined an alliance even though she would insist upon telling the audience how it was against her morals, how she was a church-going person, how she had faith. She felt bad about backstabbing people while she was backstabbing people. And she started being two-faced, you know, survivor. They start with two tribes, then they merge after a while. In the merge, she was playing with the old tribe and the new tribe and trying to have her cake and eat it too. Mm -hmm. And and Sue was just generally an asshole, I would say. (laughs) She sucks. She was a dickhead, just a general. So, like, that clip to me is enthralling because only one of them knows exactly what's happening and what they're doing. And... If you watch the whole tribal council, Richard, when he gives his final speech, making the case for why he wins, he talks circles around Kelly because Kelly is still trying to hold on to the fact that she's a good person and is still trying to convince the people that she snaked in and voted out that she's great. Well, Richard is just giving like, well... Um, I noticed that if I supplied people with food, they would all be loyal to me. Like, he's giving very, very sort of... He's playing the game. He's playing the game. He's playing the game. To see Sue be so angry at the thought that the girl, Kelly... And I say girl because it's astonishing to me that the other three people in the scene... Are forty or about forty years old, Mm -hmm. and she's only twenty two.
0: Yeah, that's the shit. That's the wild shit to me.
1: That they are talking to her like that with such fury, such fury, pure (laughs) anger. This forty year old woman is talking to this twenty two year old girl like that. It is fascinating because, as disgusting as I thought it was, and Jervis also. And when he does his final vote, he votes for Kelly to win and gives this really sassy speech about why Susan was awful for what she said. And it was astonishing to see because I've never seen such pure humanity on display like that. That was just like unadulterated fury that most people don't let themselves get to on tv anymore like jervis was so disturbed by that speech that he voted against sue like he was heated because he was disgusted that a 40 year old woman would talk to a 20 year old that way
0: seriously you know i don't know what you was like when you was in your early 20s but i know 22 year old jackie's all right now 34 year old jackie's probably would also be like all right man who you talking to?" But I would be, <laughs> right. you know, I would be a little more calm, you know. A no, I would
1: have crumbled. But, I would have sat there and been like, really? Man. You think I'm a rat?
0: 22-year-old <laughs> Jackie's would have been like, oh, let me tell you what you're not going to do. <laughs> and we would have had some arguments. We would have had some arguments. Can I ask you this? Can I ask you this? Ask Are me. they required to shut the fuck up?
1: I I don't know. It's you know what? They're probably not. Mm-hmm. but it was the first it was the first season of the show, so they were probably just taken up taken aback by everything that production was up to or whatever. Mm-hmm. And also, this is a thing that I find hilarious the most about watching, especially competition reality shows. For some reason, all the contestants buy in and all the various ceremonies are taken so seriously when they're the most absurd thing. Yeah. Like, why are we we sitting in a circle? Yeah. you compare me to a rat and this guy to a snake. Yeah. Because we've been eating rice for 40 days on an island. Like, it's all absurd. But that's what made it so special. It's like so intense everybody had bought in.
0: The reason I asked that is because there were some there were some things in this speech where The minute she said it, I was like, "Oh, you gotta say
1: something!" Like she, you You know, should have been dirty slapped, dirty slapped, yo. Like she went to
0: Kelly and was saying like some, you know, she was just saying like, "This is how I feel," and then she eventually was like, "And that's why you fail all the time." And
1: I'm like, "Say something!" No, she said, and, and no, 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 she said, and that's why you are where you are in life. Bitch, I'm 22, and I'm on a game show. I'm doing fine. Yeah. I'm doing fine. And you voted off. I'm doing better (laughs) than you. I'm (laughs) I'm doing better than you. Can you believe it? Can you believe it? In in Nigeria, uh, my family's Yoruba, and there's a word called agbaya. And, like, the best way that I can explain it when you call someone agbaya is, like, you're big, like, at your big age, you're doing this. And all I could think when Sue was calling her a failure and all kinds of stuff, I just was like, Agbaya, like, you're 40 at your big age. You're mm-hmm. saying such nasty things to that 22-year-old calling her a failure because she voted you out on a fucking game show. It was absurd. It was absolutely It
0: was absurd. absurd. But this is the moment where I was like, oh, oh. Sue would have been on site after she said (laughs) this to me.
1: A lot of on site. I have. Oh my god! But yeah, there's a lot.
0: There's a lot. But the 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 exact moment I was like, "Oh yeah, Sue, you on site?" Is the moment I'm going to tell you about. Once we get on the other side of this break, we'll be right back. Welcome back to the cast. We are talking about the first season of Survivor, the famous snakes and rats speech by Sue to her competitors, Richard Hatch and Kelly. I don't know Kelly's last name, but Richard, I feel like Richard Hatch, are you okay? Richard Hatch, you got to say Richard Hatch. y'all. Like, Everybody that's a, knows you know,
1: Richard Hatch. Yeah, She's you got to say that all together,
0: name. you know? Yeah. That's like just saying Marvin when you're talking about Marvin Gaye. You don't just say Marvin. You, talk, you say mm-hmm. Marvin Gaye. Uh, the moment... Where Sue said these words. I was like, oh, you on sight, baby girl. And she looked Kelly in the eyes. Oh, yeah. And said, I'm voting for somebody else. And these aren't exact words. These these are paraphrased. But she said, I'm voting for somebody else. But if you win, I'll shake your hand. I'll shake your hand. I'll say congratulations. But if I ever see you out on the streets. Oh. And you dying of thirst. Mm-hmm. I'm going to let your ass die, bitch. And
1: mm-hmm. I was just like, no. God no, damn. No, 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 no. She didn't just say, she didn't just say, I would let you die of thirst. She said, I would let the vultures take you. Shit, vultures. Like, the vultures? Where the fuck you
0: live where you got vultures? That is some, that is, that is that creative. Is, that is,
1: fear. that is. He, that is heat yes you, that is hatred and I'm like, that is hatred I'm that's hatred and I'm like oh that's how you
0: feel oh shit we gotta fight every time we see each other then
1: that was the moment I think Jervis and Colleen who was a fan favorite of that season and went on to be in a movie that's how big that's how big Survivor was that Colleen Haskell went on to be in a it, like the lead in a comedy movie starring Rob Schneider, who, um, embarrassingly enough to admit was very famous in 2000.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, Rob Schneider <laughs> uh, was that guy, Rob Schneider was that guy. Yeah, in 2000. He was,
1: uh, we, he was wonderfully famous, He's yeah, not yeah, now, you know,
0: Deuce Bigelow,
1: but like that was the moment those other two were like, nah she's so terrible with this speech we gotta vote for Kelly to win unfortunately Kelly did not win but that Sue's speech turned uh, people on her side who would have otherwise voted for Richard
0: yeah I mean like I, I got feelings about all three of these people all right First, with Sue, I know this speech is scathing, and I get it. But see, I like a scathing speech. I like, I like, (laughs) I like a scathing speech because this shit was creative, man. This was a creative speech off the dome, off the dome. How the fuck you know? To compare somebody to rats and snakes and be like, because the rat gonna eat this, the rat gets eaten by the snake. And like, that shit is creative, man. That is beautiful.
1: Not only was it creative, it was also spot on about the game of Survivor for the 39 seasons that came after. Mm -hmm. And I don't know if it's true about life necessarily, but for some people it is. It's very, very spot on. For her anger to be so on target was really, really impressive.
0: You know, like, there's a few speeches in my life where I'm like, this is a speech that you should put on a, like, you know, on a poster and hang it on your wall. Like, I have a dream speech. You know what (laughs) I'm saying? The 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 first speech president elect Barack Obama gave when he walked out of Chicago, put that on a wall. And then this rats versus snake speech, put this shit on a wall. Because this <laughs> is these are beautiful words that is that are spoken by somebody who was going through something at this moment. But for, for for Kelly, my thoughts about her is just like, yo, she was saying some wild shit about you and you just sat there and took it. I don't I I don't know if I can remember. She rock did, it oh
1: here. no, she didn't just sit there and take it. In fact when when Sue said, that's why where you are in life, you are where you are in life. All she, all Kelly said in response was interesting. Yeah. What?
0: Come on now, Kelly. What? Come on now, Kelly.
1: your mom would be all kinds of C-words. Like, I don't have to tell you. <laughs> yeah, come like, on now,
0: Kelly.
1: Like, your mom would be C-words. Your grandmother would have been a... Ra- like... All kinds of things. I would have accused your grandmother of killing JFK. Damn. I would have accused, no, it would have Damn. been everything I could think of. <laughs> I, would have, you're, I would have been like, your brother is Jack the Ripper. Yeah. Like, you have no yeah. idea. Yo,
0: mama shot JR. Yes, you know what I'm seriously. saying?
1: <laughs> seriously, who shot Mr. Burns? Your daddy? That's who did. What? Interesting. All she said was interesting. Mm-mm. Please, if there was ever a time to use every F word and all the money CBS had to spend to censor, it was that moment right there.
0: That was that Are moment. Are you kidding me? And Kelly missed it. She missed it. Are you kidding me? And there Richard, God. and then Richard, My favorite thing about Richard is he just sat there and listened to this whole speech and the whole time in my mind, I don't know if this is what he was really thinking, but in my Mm -hmm. mind, he was thinking like, yeah, this is an endorsement of me. And I'm like, (laughs) bro, this is the worst endorsement that you could possibly get.
1: But he was my favorite kind of what? I didn't know at the time because I loathed him when I was a kid. But yeah. I didn't know at the time what I do know now. Mm-hmm. My favorite kind of villain, own it, just own it. He's like, look, shit. I'm a fucking snake. At own least I'm not a fucking shit. rat. We all were like, yeah, you know, at least he's not a rat, and it's true. You know, what I'm saying he is a snake, but he's you know, he's a fucking anaconda. And so, you know,
0: I, I I I think Survivor is wild because it's a show that's predicated. On not just surviving, like for, for me, whatever, survivor, survivor, whatever the competition, the competitor in me, you know, the competitor in me as I, as I look at this show, it's just like, how you going to put me on a show where I lose? And then I gotta choose the person who gets a million dollars. I don't want to be here no more. <laughs> if I lost, yeah. fuck all these people. Fuck all of y'all. None of y'all win. Like I'm, I'm not. T- I don't like. I'm a sore. Lo- I'm not a sore loser, but I'm but not that, like.
1: But I'm, that was also why this clip was so fascinating to watch. Okay, because in the in the years since, on shows like Survivor or even Big Brother or other shows where a jury or of some sort picks the winner after they've been eliminated from the game that's fucking crazy because this is the first time there was such a concept at least on American reality TV that I know of Mm -hmm. and you saw how jury management is a thing that needed to be paid attention to and if you watch later seasons of Survivor people don't make that same mistake Kelly made which was trying to have it both ways, making people who would have to vote or not vote for her uh, make, think she was not trustworthy or scorning your former best friend to the point that they're going to deliver a, a blistering speech and ruin not just your moment or your chance for a million dollars but literally your reputation across America. Mm-hmm. Literally there's 300 million people walking around thinking you're a rat that's fucking terrible bro yeah. <laughs> like
0: I don't, You know, I don't know. I don't know. You know, I know like Kelly switched her vote and stuff like that. But other than that, you know, when I first saw the clip, I was like, I don't know what she mad at, but I don't like Kelly. <laughs> like, I don't know well, what she mad at, but I'm with you. I don't like you. I don't like both of y'all. I'm with you, Sue. I'm with you, Sue.
1: Well, Sue, this is... Uh, what I think that Sue's an asshole and my adult eyes think Sue was wrong mm-hmm. and I th- and I think my 13-year-old self thought or 12-year-old self thought Sue was wrong too just because I thought it was too mean. But as an adult, I think Sue is an asshole all around. I just think it's absurd that a 40-year-old woman would have such an emotional reaction to the behavior of a 22-year-old. Yeah. That is absurd. That's
0: absurd. That's absurd. And you know, that's like me. Going and yelling at a fifteen-year-old right now, like I don't, I don't have the energy for that. I don't have the energy for that at all. But also,
1: twenty, a fifteen-year-old, a twenty-two-year-old, they're wishy-washy. Yeah. Of course, of course, when she was in the tribe with all you old people, she did what y'all told her to do. But then when the young hot people joined her tribe because the tribes merged, she wanted to be cool with them. That's what happened.
0: Mm. So what you are saying, Ray? You know. Mm-hmm. That respect your elders.
1: Respect your elders
0: until some people your own age come around, and then fuck your yes, elders. That's yes, what you're saying. Exactly, that's that's what yes. it sounds like you're saying.
1: Exactly. Okay. Exactly. Respect your grandmother until some nigga you want to smash comes <laughs> around. <laughs> Respect your grandma until, you
0: know, some hot ass brother you want to, you know, knock them boots with, come to the crib.
1: Exactly. Jervis would have been an amazing first (laughs) black dude for her.
0: Okay. See, this is why you the expert. This is why I need you.
1: And and Susan made it so. It was so absurd because one of the moments during the season that was a big thing is that Jervis, being a black man from the inner city, Mm -hmm. lol, didn't know how to swim. Really. Oh, see,
0: I I get that, bro. I get him.
1: No, he. I can't swim either. Yeah, I can't swim either. You know, New York City. I can't swim for shit. Mm -hmm. But it was. It was. Um. It was. A thing that Kelly's a water sports kind of person. And so Kelly was like really enthusiastic about wanting to be the leader in that challenge. And Jervis, I don't know if his name's is Gervais or Jervis, but Jervis took the lead in that challenge and figured out how to be successful athletically in that one challenge. And so Sue references that. Why are you pointing out? She was like, you know, even Jervis beat you.
0: Come on now, Ray. I, like, I get, I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. But if you a water, you know, you a white rafting tour guy and you get beat by a brother who can't swim. I'm going to roast your ass, too. Like, she, you deserve but, to be roasted.
1: No, come on. You nah. don't think, she, you don't think she, she was already feeling that? You Shit. You that's. You're weird. You're forty and you're mad your best friend who was twenty hurt your feelings by voting you out. So you point out that she got beat by a dude who can't swim. Hey, you. listen
0: man, all is fair. All is that fair is so and petty. love and war. It's so petty. If I'm mad at you, I'm telling everybody and your feet stank. <laughs> Your feet smell like feet smell like you just went foot first into some poop like I'm it, telling everybody everything
1: it is fascinating. it's a fascinating clip
0: most moments in, in, in reality TV shows that I've seen when you talk about this is a great moment generally something happens, right like it's an argument. Or, or if it's a competition, it's like a big, you know, like somebody trying to kill somebody, you know, or, or, or like some big dramatic moment. It's very rare where you get just somebody just talking as something that has stood the test of time. Listen. I think it's a I think it's a dope moment because it really set forward a lot of the shows that I like to watch, like the challenge alliances and why you shouldn't break in your alliance, why you shouldn't be fucking around and, and, you know, changing votes and all. If you're going to do something, stick to your word, because if you don't, you're going to have to hear about yourself, maybe not quite in the same way that Sue told you know rich and and kelly about themselves but you're gonna have (laughs) to hear something you're gonna have to hear something and this was the first time we ever got that oh you about to hear about yourself right now (laughs) and now you know it seems like commonplace but this was something that was like oh this is the first time we heard somebody actually giving somebody you know the letter of the law when it comes to oh this is how i feel about you and that's why this shit is dope that's why this clip is dope
1: It's the first time, and I think that was foundational for me in terms of my taste, because you know I love a bad guy. I I love love a bad guy. Yes. And so it was the first time that uh, we saw a bad guy just get rewarded and celebrated for being exactly what he was, and that will always make for excellent TV, excellent reality TV, and just excellent storytelling. So... Um let a villain win a couple of times you know Rocky the first movie Apollo Creed wins mm-hmm. and um so you know Thanos villain, wins
0: in Infinity War you know Yes
1: also Kelly, Richard and Sue were all villains because they were the alliance makers and the audience at the time did not appreciate alliance builders and villainy. So they were all in an alliance that made it to the end. So being a bad guy got them that far. And it was really cool to see a bad guy reward a bad guy because he was a better bad guy than another bad guy. That was cool.
0: I love it. And when we get on the other side of this break. Let's talk about if we're gonna put anybody from this clip in our cast. We'll be right back. Whoo, we back. We back, we back. All right, everybody. We watched the clip. We talked about it.
1: We talked about it. We
0: got some major players in this clip. We got we got re- we got reality show royalty in this clip. We sure do. All right. We already got somebody on our cast. You know, we get we got the cast of twelve that we're trying to make. We got Tiffany New York Pollard. Let's see if mm-hmm. we're gonna put somebody else on this team. Let's see if we're gonna put somebody else in this in this cast. Okay. We got you now. I I say there's only three people that are valuable to be on this uh, from this clip.
1: Oh sure, we had to honor Jeff. We got Rose, to honor, we honor
0: Jeff Prose.
1: But it's not exactly relevant. You
0: ain't relevant, just, you know what I'm saying? You didn't audition. You was just mm. you drove somebody to the audition. You was in the car. <laughs> yes, you was in he's the, car. the
1: vehicle.
0: Yeah, the vehicle
1: for the character, sure.
0: We got Sue, we got Rich, we got Kelly. Yep. Let me tell you who I'm not going to put on the cast.
1: Who are you not putting on the cast? Kelly. Oh, okay. Cuz not only not that's, only, an, obvious not, that's one. an
0: obvious one. Not only does she not do anything. No. But you just sat there and just took a verbal beating. And mm-hmm. like, you know, unless you know, unless we just want a punching bag on our team, which no, I don't.
1: No, what what we need in a reality TV character is a wordsmith. And it doesn't seem that uh, Ke- Kelly had a flair for the uh, English language, the mm-hmm. crafting of sentences and whatnot.
0: Mm-hmm. Now you say something interesting. What we need, huh, Ray... It's mm-hmm. a wordsmith. Don't let, no me words. get, let me get my preaching hat on. We need <laughs> a words. We need somebody who gonna say the words. You know, mm-hmm. we need somebody who if you say, hey, I need you to go and just sway some minds. And how you sway minds? You don't sway minds with muscle. You, su- no. you sway minds with brains. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? And in this, in this clip, the person who mm-hmm. was quick with it, the wordsmith, the person who said words like vulture, <laughs> and
1: snakes and rats yeah. mm-hmm.
0: and and thirsty and all these things she's saying in an articulate way was sue okay sue is an interesting person because sue sue you know i don't i don't know sue's whole background but i do know this i do know that i personally think you need somebody on a cast for a reality tv show where people are going to be scared to cross you because they're worried about the aftermath
1: Okay. You know
0: what I'm saying? They worried about uh, the they worried about the aftermath. Now you may not say Sue is that person, but for me, for me in this, she was that person because like they just sat there and took it, which means they ain't gonna wanna take it no more. You know what I'm saying? They're not gonna wanna take it no more. Also, let me say this. Kelly and her post survivor life, you know, she got hit she got she got, you know, caught up in some credit card fraud. <laughs> Richard brother got here with 51 months of imprisonment for not paying his taxes on his winnings.
1: Yeah, it was uh, it was it was rough. He it had to do some he had to do some time. He had to do some time. Yeah. Sue
0: Sue living with her husband on 60 acres.
1: Sue was right.
0: <laughs> Sue was right. Sue living the life, baby. She she was like, yo, let me tell you about yourself and let me go back to my beautiful-ass 60 acres of land. in Waukesha Wisconsin. Shit. Yeah. So I, I have strong consideration for Sue. Richard, he didn't really say anything. But something I like about Richard is what you keep saying, like a villain who knows they're a villain. But if I'm basing it off this clip, if I'm basing it off this audition, right, this... This clip that I'm watching. hmm I know the aftermath. I know he won, and I know everything like that. But he also just kind of sat there and took it. And I do like somebody who can sit there and take it and then reap the benefits. You know, it's almost like he's <laughs> lucky. He's like he he was lucky almost. And you do need a lucky charm. Is Richard Hatch that lucky charm? I'm not sure. I think we can find a better lucky charm. For me, personally, I think Sue is up for consideration. But that's my that's my thoughts. I want to hear what your thoughts are, Right.
1: I'm having a hard time being attracted to anyone in this clip. This clip is important for reality and TV history in general. But I'm not sure that as individuals, any of them holds up as important enough or impactful enough for me to need them in a house with people like Tiffany New York Pollard. Mm-hmm. What is, what are they gonna do with New York? What's I Richard mean, Hatch gonna do? He's an emotionless, like, mental strategic player what's he gonna do he's not gonna play into new york he won't bring the best out of her what's kelly gonna do we've seen her she's gonna say nothing she's gonna sit there and be like interesting and i'm gonna be not interested i'm gonna be very bored and sue sue's kind of fighting isn't attractive to me I didn't enjoy it. It didn't make me feel good. I wasn't laughing. I didn't want to see more. I thought it was prescient. I thought she was really, really smart with her analogy, rats versus Snake. Mm-hmm. I love that she was one of those people who was able to look around and come up with a uh, A story about the things around her would make her a really good freestyle battle rapper or Mm. a stand up comic, Mm -hmm. you know, and that's Mm -hmm. an interesting trait. Mm -hmm. But it's not it doesn't make for good reality TV fighting. I don't know if she's gotten popular or not, but she was awful and I did not want to see more of her. So I don't think i want any of these people okay in our in our house on our cast
0: let, look, let me ask you this all right first of all i think we can just scrap kelly i think we can scrap richard right mm-hmm. we can scrap both of those i know you know rich i know somebody out there is like you scrapping richard richard is that dude yeah we scrapping <laughs> richard and when you yeah. want to put richard on the cast then you come sit in our seats but until then and you we know, scrapping a- richard
1: if what if he doesn't pay his taxes? You know, with the prize yeah. money. Shit. I don't need that negative publicity. I don't need that. You know? I ain't trying to have. I ain't trying
0: to bail nobody out of jail, brother. You won a million dollars. Pay your taxes. Pay your taxes. All right. <laughs> Shit. But with Sue... I see what you're saying, right? And I'm not so much thinking about Tiffany Pollard. Tiffany's there. Tiffany going to do what she going to do. You know what I'm saying? She's a strong person on the team. She going to do what she going to do. She going to adapt, right?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I get what you're saying about it not being attractive. And I just want to make sure that if we are not going to put Sue on this team, because once we go, once we once we get off this episode, we can't come back. We can't come back. Now, we could put her on the team. We could put her on the cast and take her off in the future. Mm -hmm. But do you think, do you think that it's not worth having somebody on the cast who is going to be good at verbally starting drama? Because you need that verbal shit picker. You need that verbal nitpicker who's going to say some shit. And I tell you what, Kelly didn't say nothing. Richard didn't say nothing. Les who said this speech to New York. That's TV right there. That's going to be some TV. I think I think New York going to get in that ass. I think some people going to get in that ass. I think she is going to, I think she brings a verbal drama. Now, I'm not strong with it. I can, if we don't put her on a team, I think we'll find some better people. But I'm willing to give her a shot. I'm willing to give her a shot on this show.
1: Uh, mm, I wish this were a college admissions office. You
0: had a waiting we could list? Wait
1: list her okay. or something. Uh huh. I just. I mean, we can give her a callback. You know what I'm
0: saying? We can give her a callback. We can put her on a callback list.
1: Uh, uh, no, I'm not. I don't. Are you gonna watch the raw footage? Are you gonna watch 280 hours of Sue to get the good stuff? I don't need to watch. Mm. See, I don't need to watch
0: 280 hours of Sue. What I saw from Sue is all I need to see
1: uh i i just i feel my vote is nobody if you if you insist upon sue i'll let you have it but it has to be an insistence because i feel strongly that i don't think i want her on our cast
0: if you feel strongly that you don't want her on, on our cast i don't love her that much (laughs) <laughs> I don't love her that much. I think she would Thank be valuable. I think, she, I think she would have some value. But I'm willing to say you had your moment. We strongly considered you, but we went another way. I'm willing to say that with Sue.
1: Yeah, I'm, I'm confident we can find someone who's just as honest, just as vicious, but has some charm. And isn't losing their shit over some nonsense a 20-year-old did for a million dollars. And I also want to be honest.
0: The reason I'm not going to fight for Sue right now is because I have a feeling. I have a feeling that at some point in this season between me and you...
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I'm gonna need that insist. I'm gonna need that insist for the future episodes, <laughs> and I don't know if Sue is the person I want to waste it on. So I'm a little selfish yes. in my look at you budgeting. You know, you I know, I'm budgeting. This. You know, I'm budgeting. I'm thinking ahead like a true reality star. You know, I'm thinking ahead. Yes. Uh, so yes. I say, as of this episode, no one is added to the cast. No one. Okay, that's it. We did it. The cast still stands at one. Tiffany, New York Pollard, nobody else. We got 11 slots left. We got 17 more episodes to get this cast full. Mm Mm-hmm. Well, that's it. What y'all think? We want to hear from you. We want to hear from you in multiple ways.
1: Five stars, preferential. Five stars, you
0: know five stars baby rate and review us and let us know what you think about what we're doing you know what I'm saying hit us up on social media peace peace everybody every day we face a choice to rise or to fall to rise to an infinite sky to space unknown When we rise, we can go to unimaginable heights. But oh, when we fall, there is no soft surface. You can only fall to an end, to a rock bottom, the rock bottom, the signature move of the people's champion, the rock. So the next time someone asks you, do you smell what I'm cooking? You tell them, no. Because I'm rising above the heights of even smell. I'm rising above to a place where other worldly things can't reach. That's what you tell them. And that, my friends, is when you can say you are finally free. These are my thoughts, everybody. Just what I'm feeling at the time. Thank you.
1: Ray cuddles up with a life-size cutout of Jervis. Jackie successfully pushes Jeff Probst out of his post as host. And we visit a Rectarium where Sue is our tour guide. That was a HeadGum Podcast.